welcome to another This Is The Music Meets podcast. This week, we are joined by Harry from the Rotanas, who are the most exciting band to come out of Wales in a generation. They've just released their third single, 2021, Get The Call, to critical and fans acclaim. Harry, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Um, how's things going in the world of the Rotanas? Yeah, very well, very well. Um, the new single's out. It's... Uh... Doing doing all right, like um, yeah, no, it was a it was a bit of a change of a in in kind of sound for us. Um, I think our sound grew a lot with us, so I think it was a little bit different of a release. Um, so I think our audience might change a little bit now. But um, yeah, no, I think I think uh, I think the world of the road times is uh, it's pretty really good right now, which is uh, it's all right. great stuff. Good to hear that. So. Um... Obviously, you just mentioned there. Um, obviously, there's a slightly different sound going on with with Get the Call. You sort of got a bit of a. You still got your classic Britpop sound in there, um, but you also got sort of a bit shoegazing, um, maybe yeah. a bit sort of psychedelic in there. So, was that a conscious decision to sort of change tacks, or did it just sort of yeah. happen naturally with the right, like you know, the writing and of, of that particular song? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It was a, it was, it was a very conscious decision. Um, we uh we recently had Aaron, well I say recently now he's been in the band a while. He you know, still hasn't gig with us, so um and Aaron joined the band obviously because of lockdown and stuff. Um and he comes from a very shoegazy background. Um something that I um I really enjoyed as well. So me and him uh, kind of got bonded on that. And then him and James started writing together. Um and the two writing styles just kind of combined. Um work really well together and that shoegazy stuff just fit right in um and i think it allows us to to explore that more psychedelic side of it that we all do like as well um through the shoegazy elements but still obviously keeping those brit pop things because uh that's what we are at heart we are all brit pop boys so. yeah hey so yeah. um so obviously like you just said there that this uh, normally like james does the majority of the writing and and, and stuff so what was it like then receiving and recording a song where there was a bit more, you know, there was another member that was that had sort of a bit more heavily uh, uh, like featuring in, in the right in the songwriting process? Um, it was it fitting really well, man. Um, I think I think James worked with it really well. He he enjoyed having Aaron um, to write with because James never he hates writing with people. He'd never write with any of us, but. Um, for whatever reason, he he likes writing with with Aaron, um, which is really nice. And when they write together, they write the best stuff. The combination of the two ideas is is so nice because Aaron does things that James doesn't do, and, and James does things that Aaron doesn't do. So yeah. when they kind of harmonise together, it's, it's really nice. Um, but now it fit it fit right in, and and he he's always like Aaron's always wanted to be a Rotana for a long time. Um, he's one of the very few people that will ever ever get the pleasure of being one of those which is a uh, lucky for him so i think he, he had he had that kind of spirit in him um so i think his songs just just fit us naturally yeah i think they were they were, they were made for us i reckon yes yeah, so i mean i um i think it's an absolute great track um and soon like lucky enough to get it sent across like ahead of release and was just blown away instantly but i think as you say it's still got the core elements of what you guys are about as a band, but there's just a nut like hint. Oh, is it going to maybe go in a different direction in the future? Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's it's really it's really got that energy, and I think that's one thing that that the Rotanas are really about is we got a lot of energies. I think it's why we're so strong in our live shows, um, because we just, there is just like a raw energy behind it all, um, and I think that as well is something that was complementing well with the shoegaze stuff because yeah, it's a, it's a it's like a different way of channeling that energy and not not just the faster pace stuff, but using like the slow like slowing it down a little and, and just mm-hmm. kind of having like that power in that that wall of sound kind of thing which is something that you'll hear loads um on our next single that's going to be released later in the year um i don't know when yet but um it's called hurry up the holes about to close and we really like it's a completely different direction but it's it's massive I, there's there's so much to it like it's like a gardener sound. It's really, it's really nice. It's like you just walk and like it's crazy, but it's it's still massive and it's still got that energy. So, yeah. All right, certainly from just describing it there, I, I can't wait to. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people listening to this that'll have the same opinion that um, you know, they can't wait either to uh, yeah. to hear like the next the next song. It sounds like an exciting <laughs> song already, just from that description. Yeah, I also have been doing the I've been doing the artwork. For the I did the artwork for Get the Call, but yeah. the artwork for Holes About to Close, I did, I did like a month before like the Get the Call stuff. I hadn't even thought about wow. doing Get the Call, and I'm just well happy with it. Like I think like the everything for that song for me is like, is such an exciting release. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay, brilliant. So, um, so sorry, just on the artwork, where did you get the inspiration then for for that design? When, um. I was playing around just um, like messing around with uh, a photo of Skip Spence um, from Jefferson Airplane. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just playing around with it on, uh, on like a drawing app and just fiddling about with it. And then kind of started colorizing it. And one of the layers of the colors, like I took the rest of the, like all the line drawing and stuff off yeah. and the layer with the colors, like, because I just kind of loosely done it, had like a really interesting shape to it. Um, and like I'd use really like, I'd use colours very um, reminiscent of like um, Screamadelica. Yeah. Those yeah. kind of like the really bright, like primary colours. And I think it just like worked really well. And so I just started like giving it a kind of like a mixed media effect. Um, and yeah, and just, and just worked from that. But it was, it was just something that like caught my eye. And it's, it's something I'd, I've always wanted to do with my art um, is like expand into like more psychedelic kind of and more interesting and abstract stuff. Yeah. But I've never really done it. I normally do like portraits. So like for my artwork, it feels like quite special. So yeah, it's, well, it's, it's kind of like a new direction for my art as yeah. well, which is really nice. I think. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm someone who, who still buys like records. So seeing, uh, like the artwork is part of the experience for me buying like a record now a lot of people obviously just stream and, and download so they don't necessarily you know they get a you know like a paper uh, postage stamp size you know when yeah. they get it on their iPhone and that so I can imagine listening to the story there you, it's great I'm, I'm buzzing off of what you're saying um, about how you how you got to it and, and, and listening to it but also as well sort of imagining what it might look on a you know on a you know like a vinyl or, or something like that in, in, in the future would you know, and I think that's good that 
you like personally but also as well as a band are actually prepared to sort of go that that little bit extra if that, that yeah. makes sense rather than just a you know band name and <laughs> song title it's a bit you know same same all yeah yeah i think i think i think you are right art like the artwork is is really special i think like the artwork's very important um and I, I've, I've felt pretty honored to have the pleasure of being able to do it um, recently. But yeah, like I, I think it's it's something that really like ties into the song. Do you know what I mean? It makes it make does make buying vinyl a lot more special, as as expensive as vinyl is. But I mean, there's a lot of really good, really good artwork out there. So you get like you get to, get two for the price of one kind of thing. We have also just ordered merch, which has also got more artwork by me on it which is it looks really wicked um oh. so we'll have merch out soon for oh. people who want to buy that and i'll oh. just pay for things <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there will be uh plenty and, and i'll probably be one of them i would imagine um wicked, so uh so spinner uh one of your most recent singles uh, obviously mm. reached the top of the Dutch indie charts compiled by Indie yeah. XL. So how did you find out about that? And I mean, what what was your reaction? Was was there a party from as, as much as you could have done, I guess, with with lockdown? It was it was weird, man. It was kind of baffling because I like I still kind of I haven't got a clue what it means. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what like is that is that like is that crazy? Like it seems pretty mad, like to be able to say it. But I think we just found out, like, we just got tagged in something on Facebook, you know. Like, I remember just getting a Facebook notification. It was like, oh, Indie XL tagged you in something. So I'm like, oh, let's have a look at this then. And you click on it, and it's like, oh, you're number one in, like, the Dutch indie charts. Like, what's going on? What? <laughs> I didn't know we had any fans in, like, do you know what I mean? I didn't know we had any Dutch fans. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> right. Then <laughs> so, we're number one over there. Like, someone, someone just came in it or something. I don't know. But now it's class, man. You appreciate it. Like this, someone, someone's enjoying your music somewhere, which is that's what it's about, isn't it? So yeah, definitely. So um with with that in mind, with, with the radio, do you feel then that radio is still like an important outlet for promoting your music, especially when you consider sort of like the opportunities you know that you can get, as we've mentioned before, like through streaming and and, and like a wider sort of um uh, you know social media aspects of it as well. Yeah, no, radio is massively important. Like, it, it seems like, I think, like, being outside the music industry, you, you like, I I thought at least the radio was just dead. Like, do you know what I mean? It was just something that I just put whatever on. Oh, what's going on? Sorry. On. That's all right, no worries. <laughs> I just had a really cool comment on my, uh, on my iPad. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, what was I saying? Uh, about the radio, about the importance yeah, of no. it. For- yeah, I, I kind of thought radio was, you know, dead. Like, I never really listened to radio outside of being in the music industry. But then since being in, like, it's, it's so important. It literally is like the be-all and the end-all kind of thing for bands. Like, no band that's got anywhere has not been on the radio. Yeah. Um, and it just it just gives you, like, it gives you so much exposure that, you like, you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like, you can't get that exposure unless you pay for it, really. Or, like, you... Like it costs to travel around the country, but radios all over the country. Do you know what I mean? So it yeah. just gets your music out there. It's, it's wicked. And if you got PRS, it like it's another source of income. Getting good radio play gets you a little bit of income. 
and like income sources for bands are like especially up and coming bands so important man mm-hmm. yeah no definitely it's good it's good to hear that actually because i mean i'll I'm not going to lie, I don't probably listen to it as much as what I should do. And if it is, it's mainstream. So sort of the opportunities to hear bands like yourself on, on, on like, certainly on the mainstream, you know, like XFL, no, it's not called that anymore, was it Radio X or whatever it is these days? So it's, I think it is, I, I agree with you, actually, it is, it is important, I think, to try and get that outlet, you know, that is another outlet for your music to be out there. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, good, good great to hear that, actually. So... Um, you've released six singles, haven't you? Now, to date, um, what has been your personal favorite? Personal favorite, um, I think, I think to be honest, at the minute, Get the Call is my personal favorite because mm-hmm. it's like it's, we've expanded the music, and just because it's, it's the kind of the start of this, this new journey, I think, up until Get the Call, um. Morphine was an important release to me, but that's because it's like it's my best mate's favorite song. Um, so it's kind of why I wanted to do it. Um, so that was kind of important to me, but um, I think Spinner up until that was like is like my favorite. Spinner's a wicked tune, it's really cool, right? Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say get the call just because it's it's a start of where the Rotanas have got to. Do you know what I mean? I think it's it's head and shoulders above what we were doing. Um, not necessarily the, the quality of the song, but our ability in the studio. Um, yeah. I think that's, and, and our willingness to explore and expand and, and do things we normally wouldn't. Um, I think that that's, that's what's most evident on the, on the new single. So yeah, get the call, man. Cool. It's the best great, one. Great this choice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for someone who hasn't heard, heard of the band before, um, how would you describe the band's sound to them? Um, expansive. It's like a sea now. It's like it's like an ocean, like a really big wave. Um, it's just it's just got energy. It's it's, it's wicked. It's it's proper cool. Like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got it all. We we we're wicked. We sound class. Like getting back in the practice room recently and. I'm putting these songs together, like uh, as a as a band, like uh, wicked, like all the new songs because we are we got like a lot of new stuff to to play now, yeah. Um, and all the new songs coming together, it's just it sounds wicked. It sounds like it sounds crazy. We're like a different animal now, yeah. And it's it's like it's exciting. Like August the nineteenth is literally it's round the corner, man. We're supporting Trampoline the Globe, and it's so like just itching to get back on the stage. So so excited for it. So yeah, excited. Definitely. For it. I, I mean they're um I think they're at the I'll touch on them in a minute and that and that gig in a minute, but I think they're a fantastic band and, and, and what an opportunity to be um to be you know having it sharing the stage with them. Um so you did mention um earlier on that you have got plans for at least one new uh single before the year's out. Is it just gonna be the one or would it or does it depend on when you're gonna release that if there's going to be anything else? I'd say it's probably just going to be the one um, just because finances and stuff, getting back into the studio um, is, is a, you know, it's is an expensive venture. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the focus 
mainly is going to be getting back into the like into the gigs, getting around the country, um, and and just 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 getting back on the live scene because um, we've missed that so much. We're going to put the single out of, like once we're back into into the gig and I think so. It'll probably be around September so September time, mm-hmm. um, and then I think kind of around then we'll plan to go back into the studio um, and then get maybe a couple more singles ready and see where we're standing. Um, yeah. But I'd say just the one for this year now. Um, and then a load of gigs, which will be cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, would uh, the band um, ever be open to collaborating with another band or any artists in the future? Um, like either in the studio or, or maybe even going on going on tour with and, and not including uh, Tramp. Well, you could include Trampoline, I guess, in that. But Collaborating with a band? Um, I don't know, man. It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, there's, there's people that, like, I personally would enjoy to, you know, perform with. Um, in terms of, like, collaborating for band stuff, I don't know. I'm, like, I mean, I'm certainly open to the idea. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the other boys would say to that. I feel like Aaron, I feel like Aaron would kind of enjoy collaborating with someone else, but maybe not for Rotana stuff. Maybe like, you know, Oh, okay. outside yeah. of that. I think yeah. maybe as individual musicians, absolutely. Maybe as a Rotana thing, we're really selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I think, I think we just got enough faith in ourselves that like, We'd enjoy just just doing our thing. Yeah, sure. And like to keep keep ourselves to ourselves. We're kind of like a really openly. We're like, yeah, we're really like we're really like an open bunch, but we're also like really tight knit in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard. To, it's hard to explain the band dynamic. It's really hard, but it's cool. It's cool. It's interesting. I like it. Yeah. So um, obviously we. To kind of briefly touched on the uh, live music. Uh, Rotanas have got um, a string of live, live dates even uh, arranged for the autumn, um, including uh, Jimmy's in Liverpool, uh, Water Rats in London. Uh, I'm hoping uh, to come along to that one myself. Um, yeah, and you've also got a couple of um, homecoming gigs as well in Swansea and Cardiff. Um, mm. So first of all, how excited are you about the return of, of live gigs? Um, what can people expect uh, who are coming along to the gigs and what would be on your tour rider? What can we expect from the live gigs? It's going to be nuts. There's just going to be, there's going to, there's just going to be so much energy and you're going to get to hear like wicked music and they're cheap as anything. A class night, like it's just going to be wicked. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Like I, I think our sounds like, better than it's ever been and I, I think our, our ability on stage has always been strong and I think there's I think there's a lot of people that can attest to that I don't think that's a that's a, a too cockier thing to say yeah I think like, I think a lot of people would agree that we've got we've got a massive live energy um there's nothing like a Rotana show so yeah people should definitely come along um and what would be on my tour rider mad like rum and cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, that would be sound like rum, cigarettes, and maybe some like Mr. Kipling 
uh, lemon slices. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. So, um, obviously, before your own gigs, um, I think you said it was August the 19th, isn't it? You're supporting Trampoline. Um, yeah, man. Are a fantastic band. Um, so, how did that opportunity come about? Uh, we just, uh, I think it was this feeling helped us out with that. Um, yeah. They pushed for us to get that support, which is very kind of them, and we do appreciate that. Um, so yeah, we got we got a we got a nice email one day saying, "Do you want to support Trampoline?" Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, where are we playing? Give us, give me all the gigs you can, um, and we'll show everyone in the room that we're fucking class. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. No, I love it. I think that's great. Definitely, you know that's. That's what it's for, isn't it? You know, I don't know, I'm not sure what size the venue is, but what a what a great opportunity. I'm guessing would that probably be the biggest one of the biggest gigs you've had so far? Um nah, you, oh no, like yeah, it's bigger, bigger than our average gig, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's like a, a better opportunity, but um like we supported Black Grape before at Tram Shed, which is it's a thousand cap. Um Done Isla White as well. That was pretty mental. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like the whole Isla White was watching us. But <laughs> we played at Isla White Festival, and there's not a lot of people that can say that. So that's a yeah. yeah. No, that's I think that's one of the um, yeah. more sought after festivals. I think to be fair, the Isla White one. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It does seem a little bit like a family festival now. Like, oh like, really? Yeah, I'm sure if we uh, if we have a headline, it'll. Uh, it won't be so family friendly. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think it would be either. <laughs> so, um, uh, so we've we've done the gig, and you've you've mentioned before what's on your uh, what's on your tour rider, some some nice run there. So, what's going to be your go to karaoke song? Go to karaoke song. Don't know. That's a, that's a mad question. I never do karaoke really. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, if I was doing karaoke, I'd, I'd definitely be, I'd definitely be really pissed up. So it'd probably end up being somewhere like Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it'd have to be. But no, I'm not talking Wonderwall. I'd probably end up doing something like Gas Panic or. Wow. No, I don't know. Like, um, I uh, mean, I'll tell you what. Me and Ali to do um, stop crying your heart out. Good. Good song. That's like Good our song, thing. Man. Yeah, we do Good that. Song. Topless. Yeah. <laughs> One for the girls. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So um, the, the the night is the night out is and the karaoke is, is gone a bit Pete Tong. Um, and somehow you've ended up on a you've ended up on a desert island. Um, but somehow you've managed to scramble three albums that are going to keep you company until someone comes along and finds you. Um. So which which three albums are you taking? Mm. Um, oh, I'd say like I'd take something like maybe like Bob Marley Exodus. Um, I'm trying to think of three albums, Bob Marley Exodus. I take like, um, is it Leisure by Blur? It's Leisure in it. Yeah, it's I think, leisure, oh, yeah, one. yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, 
take that because I'm digging that in a minute. And I take, um, I take like, I take Wings, uh, the band on the run EP. I reckon. Wow, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting the um, the last choice. I must say, <laughs> just because, just because, you know, when whenever anyone refers to sort of Paul McCartney, it's always the Beatles stuff, like mm. rather than anything that he done post that. So, but no, good. It's a great album. Yeah, but his voice, man, his voice like comes out so much on those Wings albums. Tell you what, actually, I might have to switch that last one for Wildlife by Wings because that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's a crazy tune. Yeah, that's crazy. I could listen to that tune like for ages. If I was on a desert island, that'd be mad as well. <laughs> it's like, you'd have nothing but the song. That'd be a crazy experience. So, yeah, I'd pick that, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, um, if you did have a musical time machine... Which musical event would you travel back to in time to go and see? Oh. Isla White, when uh, when Hendrix played, would have been pretty cool. There's a mad crowd there. Yeah. Um, some crazy stuff, like you, you like, like the first Woodstock. Yeah. Like that could be crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's mad. Yeah, no, like probably something like that, or like I don't know, to see like it'd also be crazy to see like a what like some mad band like when they were like really, really tiny, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, when there's playing, you know, like the small, small venues, you know, like one man and his dog can turned up type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, like you hear like these stories of like bands where like someone like from a record label like Sism for the first time yeah and just like sign them up like see them like once sign them up and they're playing to no one like to be in the room like at that show yeah like I can't think of like any specific ones that are, like I'd, I'd be that like asked about but like it'd be cool to see like do you know what I mean be in that room and like feel like what that magic is like from back in the day because like it's like yeah. the kind of story that doesn't happen now yeah you know I mean now it's like oh so and so's got a massive Instagram following so like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's it's not like a cool like. There's some geezer like in some like smoky bar, <laughs> like saw us paint of fifty people and thought we were worth a million. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. Like that doesn't happen anymore. So like one of those moments could be cool as well. Yeah, no, definitely, I, I agree there. That that would that would be pretty good. Um, so what's the best advice that you or the band have been given? Uh, well, we got yeah, regarding the band. What yeah, what's the best advice you've been given? I know we're pretty terrible with taking advice, man. We like we, we ignore a lot of people. Um, I don't know. Best advice with a band, like just I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people haven't ever like really given us like mad advice for the band. I don't know, like just like just there's not actually any advice that anyone's ever given me that that sticks out. Maybe that's me being really ignorant. Is, or is there anything, or is there anything like as a, as a band that you've said like, well, you know, like this is what we want to do, type of if that mate, you know, looking at it from another. Oh yeah, man. Like I am. Um, there was a moment where I basically, we were all like, living in Cardiff. Yeah. I dropped out of uni 
um, and I was just like, like no, like no cash, like a proper hole, like. And I said to the boys, I was just like, look, I like, I basically I've got no choice. I got to get a job like here, like a full time job here, yeah. and like make this like a permanent thing, or I've got to move back to back to the Midlands, and like that's going to mean the end of the band. But I was like, I want to do the band. Like, if you boys want to stick at it, and like you're serious about this then I'll like, I'll, I'll basically drop everything and, and, and go foot for like head first in it. Yeah. I mean, like kick it with two feet kind of thing. And, um, and the lads were like, yeah, like we, we're going to do it. Like, so, so yeah, that, there was that moment where I was just like, I, like, I knew the Rotanas is, is, is it for me. Yeah. I just dropped everything and, and got stuck in. So, yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I think that's it. Just yeah. have faith, like keep the faith. Excellent. Um, so, what are the aspirations for the band over the sort of like next five years or so? Oh man, like I don't know. There's no like time frame on my aspirations. I just want to be massive. Like I think we could be massive. I think we like. I think we. I think we got wicked tunes. I think like we're we're a decent bunch of lads. Like I think we, I think we put on a cracking live show. Like we have a laugh doing it. Like so, like I'd love to be massive. Like I think we'd all love to be massive. I'm sure, every like every musician wants to be ma massive, unless you're not some pretentious ass who thinks it's like, you know, going <laughs> no, on. It's, it's more of a career choice. Because we're but... a cult band. Like, oh, yeah. right, okay, that's cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why would you not want everyone to know about you for Christ's sake? Yeah, it's just like I don't really get it, but yeah, no, I think obviously we want to be massive, but I mean, realistically, like it'd just be really nice to be able to live off the band, do you know what I mean? Yeah, just make enough money to get by, like as long as I can pay my bills, I'm not like massively fussed, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, if I'm sure. doing so, like if I can pay my bills doing something I love, like no, that's the dream, that's the dream because you got to admit, like working a day job is rubbish man it sucks <laughs> like <laughs> like you can't like like i just like it just sucks like, i just want more from life than that i've never been like a massively like money focused person like i'm, I'm not i'm not asked on like being like massively rich and like fair enough if you are like it'd be cool to have loads of money like but it's not like a driving thing like i just want to like be happy doing some other that I love and like, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm in yeah. a band. Like, I wouldn't be in a band if I cared about money. Like, you mad, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <sighs> no, definitely, I get it. I mean, I um, I, that comes across how much you're passionate for the band. Um, and, yeah, man. And, you know, and, and I think, um, as we've said before, um, like, you've got the songs, uh, the, the, as we said, the six that you've released so far, they're all they are sort of a lot of similarities there, but there are a couple that are obviously a little bit different as well. And obviously we've, we've touched on with with get the call, and it sounds like that you're going to be heading into a into a slightly different uh, sort of direction moving forward. Um, personally, as a as a fan of the band, I mean, I've got into you off of the um, uh, scores and the doors uh, song, and that was that blew me away hearing that um, for the first time. Um, and it's just for me, it's just grown. Um, and I think there are a lot of other people like myself that that feel this like same way, really. Um, so I wish you uh, and the rest of the Rotanas uh, all the best uh, in the world. 
um best of luck sorry in the world um and for those that haven't got tickets i think there's still tickets for the water rats yeah man a few left uh for uh jimmy's as well but we're saying yeah it is literally like a handful of tickets um harry unfortunately that is the end of the podcast i massively appreciate you coming on and giving up a bit of your evening this evening to coming on um no worries man i've had a great laugh and i've really enjoyed chatting to you um, and getting to know you personally a little bit better. Um, as we say, Get the Call uh, is out now on all good streaming and download platforms. Uh, for more information about the Rotanas, uh, follow them across their social media channels at the Rotanas. Um, everyone else, thanks for tuning in. It would be great if you could comment, like, retweet, and subscribe to our channel, social media pages, and website. But more importantly, please give up 20 minutes or so of your time and listen to the Rotanas. You will not be disappointed. That's away, man. That's away. Thanks very much. <laughs>